Well, hello there. You are listening to Jelly and Bean, and this is a show where we talk about all manner of geek topics. Tech, movies, TV shows, games, and more. It's hosted by none other than Brandon Maines, an unlikely hero from the distant lands of the United States, and myself, Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly, an Apple fanboy with a heart of gold. Today is Friday, the 31st of May, 2013, and this is episode 27. Hello, Bean. Hello, Jelly. I hear congratulations are in order. Why, thank you. Uh, I did just get granted my permanent residency. So, in other words, congratulations are in order for you, and for the rest of us, it's kind of like, a, oh, is he still he's, he's still sti- planning on sticking around? <laughs> that is exactly right. Yeah. So, I, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much what the approval letter said. It said, yeah, you can stay, but we'd really prefer it if you left. <laughs> nice. Good. Good. So, look, we have we have a few different things to talk about today. So why don't we uh, why don't we get started? I mean, l- last week we talked a lot, like a lot, about the Xbox, and to such an extent that we just can't help but touch on a few more topics. I think because I mean, some stuff has kind of come out, and I think that that I think that it bears to be you know repeated. So you know, here we are to repeat it. All right. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, first, I think we should talk about. Um, the the more I guess rumorish of them, and that's with the uh, the PS4. Um, right. So the the oh, let's see, the name uh, Jeff. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Jeff Kaylee, Kaylee. Okay. Yep. Okay. He's a, a an industry pundit, if you will, for for gaming. Um, has said that his sources say that Sony is looking for some some form of DRM for used games. Of course they um, are. And you know, people were like, "Oh no, that's terrible! How could you do that?" But really, if one company's going to do it, they're all going to do it, right? Um, that's right. So it's one of the things. Like, I, I, we we I think we hit on this last week, saying that you know, don't don't assume that because Sony hasn't said anything that that means no. That means they just haven't said anything. Yeah, and I mean the same kind of the same thing really goes in any situation, right? Because just because you haven't heard something doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to turn out you know, to be the worst possible scenario, <laughs> which yeah. is sad, but unfortunately true. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's one of those things, again, with all things, you know, don't don't jump ship until until you're, you're sure which ship you're jumping to. <laughs> mm. I've been reading, like, a lot of a lot of articles, especially, specifically about the Xbox, right, uh, this week, and because, you know, I'm... I'm like, I'm now in the state of, okay, do I want an Xbox or do I want a PlayStation do I or do I want neither? And I have to be honest, I'm starting I'm very I'm starting to lean towards not actually purchasing a console which is crazy because it'll probably happen anyway, but I'm <laughs> I'm leaning that direction at least until I know like until I know that what the situation is and whether or not they're going to be any good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean I guess it's one of those things that when when with E three just like a week week or so away, um, like I think that that'll probably help you figure out what you want to do. Because right. I, I think it's one of those things as, as like as much as all these things that we're hearing are terrible. You go, oh, you know, used game DRM and needs to be always online. It, it's one of those things I think for people in our situation where you know we 
you know, we, we can we can buy games and we have decent internet, like it's really not gonna affect us. Like there there are things that we, we would prefer not to have to deal with, but you know, like it's not gonna stop us from being able to enjoy the game. So 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 it's kind of it's it's kind of like uh the the, the letter that you got from for for your uh, permanent residency where they're like you can stay but we'd really prefer if you left it's the same thing right exactly exactly yeah 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 good good tying it all in together tying yes. it all in um now uh one of the um what was his name i'm not even gonna pronounce his name the sony worldwide studios president uh tweeted something today or i think it was today maybe it was yesterday says uh death ray Ma- manta coming to playstation vita so drm Ah, nice. Yes. So pe- people are either like, well, that means that they're not going to have it, or that means Sony's Sony's full of jerks. Yeah, yeah. Look, I I would say that it's very likely that there's going to be DRM in some instance, right? It's very unlikely that the game studios is gonna uh, are gonna let uh, Sony get away with not having DRM at all. Right, right. Especially especially if Microsoft does it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is kind of sad because no, no person, like no consumer in their right mind, likes DRM at all, uh, because it all it does is just get gets in the way of uh, of you know of doing things that you want to be able to do, like um, you know playing without the disc in the drive or. Uh, or you know your your game is stuffed up because it's you know you accidentally let the kids use it as a frisbee. Uh, oh, those kids, oh, the, the, yeah, those kids, damn, damn those kids. Uh, so I mean, you know, so so you you decide you want to make backup copies or, or or whatever, like you know that all that sort of stuff. DRM gets well and truly in the way of that, and that's not even uh, you know. That's not even kind of stepping into the into the realm of uh, of you know possible you know gray area. It's just stuff that people do in order to make sure that they are capable of you know enjoying this game for many many years to come. And uh, so so and DRM all that DRM does is just it's just a, an annoyance. Although there you know, I mean there are ways that you can do it. Like uh, one of them like for, uh, and he, he here's where I actually you know bring up apple for the first time in a few weeks uh you know and ref- <laughs> i bet our listeners are are just yeah. overwhelmed with joy. Uh, so with the app store right uh apple's drm uh f- and i'm specifically talking about the mac app store is that there is a uh when you download an app there is a it's like it's signed and um so it's it's signed to your account so that you can't so that you can't use it on somebody else's like you can't just make a copy of that and transfer it to another computer like in order to do that you then have to sign in on that computer and you know and uh and say okay I own this game so you can like or I own this application so you can you can use it and and it's always linked to your account but that being said you can make as many copies of it and you can distribute right. it to as many computers as you like it's just that in order to make it do do any updates or to do any sort of uh you know maintenance to that particular app um you have to you have to go through your it has to go through your account so it doesn't matter whether like so basically they have to sign in every time they want to update the app in the future right uh and i i 
like, and that doesn't right. get in the way because I mean, I can download an app, I can put it on all the different machines that I have. Uh, you know, I can because I have, you know, I've got I've got two major machines that I I use uh, fairly regularly. I've got my my actual main machine, which is my laptop, and I've got uh, I've got a little Mac Mini that I have uh, that we use on a sh- keep on a shelf, which is basically our media server. And so some apps actually get stuck on that as well. Uh, and I can download them. I can put them on that that machine. Uh, if Mel wants to use an app that I've I've paid for, I can stick it on her machine, and she can. Uh, I just sign in to her my to her computer with my Apple ID, and it works. That's good DRM because it means that it doesn't get in the way of me wanting to do things that I want to like that I want to do. I can back up that you know the software and stuff like that. <clears throat> but I can guarantee you that the DRM that goes onto these kind of game consoles is not going to be like that. Because that's not what they want you doing. They don't want you cop- making copies of apps. They want you... Uh, or games. Uh, they want you buying all the copies that you actually use. And uh, I don't think that the game... I don't think Microsoft or Sony is going to be gutsy enough to stand up to the game publishers and say, no, 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 no. That's ha- this is not how- That's not how we're going to do it. We're going to do it this way. Uh, because right. th- there's... In order to do that, they'd kind of have to work together... And I don't see that happening ever. Well, you know, it's it's funny. Companies like uh, EA and Activision, they did the um, the online pass thing, right? Where to, like you know, essentially, you know, to, to play certain features of the game, you'd have to either have bought a new copy or you spend, I think, like ten bucks and you, and you can get one from the, uh, you know, the the, the uh, whatever the, the the video game store. Um, but I mean that I. People were always kind of like upset with it, but I never saw that as a terrible mm. idea. Um, like as long as the price of buying it used, you, you still end up paying the full price anyway. You know, as like as long as you could get it, you know, as long as you could still get it for an affordable price, and then you know you paid ten bucks on top of that to get the online pass, and you know, so they got a little bit, and you still yeah. saved money. Um, and like you could still give the game to a friend, and they could play it. And they'd be fine without without that online pass if they didn't want it. But if they did, all they had to do was pay the the ten bucks yep. for the pass. You know, like, like I said, I, I never thought that was a you know a horrible idea. But people people always got really upset about it. But I think compared to some of the other, you know, some other some other possible solutions, this wasn't yeah. that bad. So I mean, DRM kind of uh, generally ranges from the mildly annoying to the oh, God, why did they put this on here kind of uh, situations. There's never really, there's never really like, amazing DRM. I mean, I wouldn't even call, uh, I wouldn't even call Apple's version amazing because I still have to, you know, sign into an account on, to, on the, all the computers that I want to use it on every time that it gets updated and everything. Uh, so, like, so it's kind of mildly annoying, but, you know, th- where things where you can't, do anything without the disk in the drive or stuff like that uh, is it's it's just plain oh god that's that's awful I don't know pa- paying money paying money to to ha- like that sort of DRM is just I, I would almost consider that possibly the worst case scenario hmm hmm well no, well I mean because normally like when you when you get the the new game it's included so you're not paying any extra for it. You know, so if, if your game was seventy bucks, it's seventy bucks, and it already includes the the online yeah. pass. But I, I guess the difficulty was you'd have to make sure that when you bought it used, 
you included the price of having to purchase that if you wanted yeah. to play with those features. But that sort of stuff isn't necessarily marketed um, alongside that sort of like well games like game stores don't won't tell you that they just kind of they just tell you that the price of the game is you know x dollars and so it makes it difficult for like a non yeah. five dollars yeah, cheaper than for me. a non tech savvy consumer that doesn't necessarily uh, register right. Um, they just care about whether yeah. or not they're getting the actual disc cheaper, and then having to then pay extra money later on is just like a oh you know, geez you know just rip all the money out of my wallet why don't you? In fact, just you know take the wallet, just have it. Just <laughs> you might as well keep it. It's not like it's not like I'm going to get to keep any of my money anyway. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of uh, used game stores. Uh, there was a, another report out that's saying uh, these people are saying they have the plans that Xbox, that Microsoft is going to use for used Xbox games, right? And how that that's going to work. Okay, so this is from uh, was it MCV, which I don't know what that stands for. Uh, the Market for Computer and Video Games, MCV. Wow. Okay, that's not a great name, but uh, no, no, change. Change that, guys. It's, 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 no wonder people just refer to it as MCV. Anyway, continue. Um, okay, so so what they've, according to their sources, um, what will happen is when you bring your, you'll be able to bring your used game to you know an EB Games or whatever, and they'll buy it off you, and then EB Games will be able to sell that used game for whatever price they want. However, both Microsoft. And the original publisher of the game will get a cut of that sale. Yeah, kickbacks. Exactly. Yeah, it's why that's see that's why the uh, the whole this whole thing has been in place from the beginning, right? Because a while ago, game publishers were realizing that people were just you know buying used games instead of you know for for twenty bucks less or five bucks less than the original cost and they're like but we're not making any money out of that how do we make money out of that we need to, we need to get in on that action how does that work and so this is the solution to that yeah good but you know what that means it means that the games that you buy used aren't going to be that much cheaper than the original game because the the used game stores like EB or or whatever are going to try and make up the money that they're losing basically now because they've got to make you know make those kick, like pay those kickbacks. Ay. Um yeah. So well, not that we, you know, not that it's that much cheaper nowadays anyway. Um, no. But uh, but I mean, what- you can you can on on certain certain situations you can buy a game for like up to twenty thirty dollars cheaper depending on what the title is and yeah. you know how old the game is or whatever. Um, what, what this uh, report also mentions is that um, what will happen is so, like, as we talked about before, when, when you buy a game, when you buy it new, you install it to, to the hard drive and it, it links to your account. Um, so that yep. there'll be some, it says here that there'll be some sort of system in place with Microsoft where you'll be able to say, I'm, I want to trade in this game. And so, you know, maybe you have to go on your console and you have to hit, you know, you know, jump through a couple hoops, and it'll say, "All right, this is pending a trade in." And then when you bring it into the retailer, they'll, you know, scan it, and um, they'll have some sort of integration with Microsoft's, you know, pre-owned system 
you know, registration, and they'll be able to say, all right, yep, we got that one, and then it'll wipe it from your account, and then they'll be able to really? sell it again. So that I think that's how that's how that part will work with the whole, you know, each game is linked to one account scenario that's been going around. Yeah. So essentially, you can then that would allow you to trade in a game as you normally would, and uh, still get the money paid to you, although. God knows how much it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and then basically you would end up with... This, the the consumer is in essentially the same situation except for the fact that the money is going to be probably different because of, uh, you know, because of the way that, you know, the whatever regulations might be in place, but then also, uh, you know, the used game retailers trying to make money out of the situation and that sort of stuff. Right. Hmm. Well, see, I, what I'm concerned with this is how do you sell games to, you know, like your friends? Yeah, well, I, I guess that sort of thing yeah, isn't yeah. really something that they're considering or even concerned about because most people are going to go through the used game places anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Ho- hopefully, it, it'll be... Oh, hopefully it'll be something simple and easy, but probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully, one would hope. Yeah. See, I mean, that's not, and they, these aren't even like the major concerns for me, right? I mean, I buy a lot of my used games. Uh, like, sorry, I buy a lot of my games used. Uh, because uh, you know sometimes it is cheaper, and in the case of like you know, some of the Assassin's Creed games, which I got to relatively late, it was much easier to find a used game copy of it uh, that was relatively cheap than to uh, pick up a, like, a new version of the game, which they were difficult to find. Like, you can't just go out there and buy the first Assassin's Creed anymore. It's not really available. Uh, right. But I mean that's that's not even my main concern, right? Because you know at least there is going to be some system in place, and that's good. I'm 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 happy about that, despite my complaining about the fact that it's probably going to be done badly. It is Microsoft after <laughs> all. Uh, I mean my my biggest concern is kind of a, a little bit more open than that, right? Because these days the tech that we buy into, so you know you buy your Xbox, you buy your PlayStation. And you buy into this enormous ecosystem whereby if you have an Xbox and also happen to have like a Windows machine or something like that, like back in the... Uh, I, I don't know if it's still possible because I haven't tried it, but uh, back back when Windows Media Center existed, uh, and it might still exist, I don't know. Um, it does. It does. Does it still hook yeah. up to your Xbox so that you can play your your media from that through your Xbox? It does. I used to do that. Yeah. See, I used to do that until I got my Apple TV, and then my Apple TV changed my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so, but even like even with the Apple TV, right? You're buying into an ecosystem. It's a lot easier to uh, like an Apple TV is is much much better for you if you have an iTunes account and also have iTunes on your computer where you can stream media from it and stuff like that and so buying into the, all these kind of tech stuff this tech stuff means that you're buying into it in into an ecosystem and at this point and this is my concern none of them really play well with each other uh, 
Right. I mean, you can you can get like a like you could you can get iTunes for PC, uh, and so, like for Windows, and so you could you know you could technically use a Windows machine and stream your audio like or like all your media from that computer to your Apple TV uh, without having to buy a Mac. But I mean, iTunes is not as good on a Windows machine. It's just really isn't because it's not designed for that system, right? Uh, right. And so the solutions that exist are kind of flimsy at best. I want a world, right, where we don't have to worry about that, where we can, like, when when can I get tech that just works together because of situations? So, like, when can I get an Xbox that can also stream the the media that I have from iTunes? Uh, yeah, I think the issue with that is obviously going to be the companies and that they, they need to, I guess, release proper, um, uh, I'm going to say APIs for other companies to be able to interact with them. Yeah, but see, and then and then on top of that, they don't want that happening, right? Because they want they want you to buy into the full ecosystem, which is the which is what annoys me. Um, because we're going to end up in this situation where we are, everybody has their own ecosystem, and this is why like all these companies are just so interested in getting like getting into whatever that other company is into. It's why Google can't just sit you know quietly with their search or their advertisement stuff. They have to build a phone, uh, and it's why you know it's why Apple you know couldn't couldn't leave you know the tv market untapped and they they built the apple tv and you know right. it's and it's why like it's why microsoft got into the xbox in the in the first place because they saw the playstation and they were like ooh i like what they're doing let's do that but do it the microsoft way trademark with with a box <sighs> with a box and an x and rockets rocket science we'll call it the rocket box <laughs> no I look forward to the day when that doesn't matter anymore. I look forward to the day when we can have an actual ecosystem where it's just where devices actually talk to each other. Because, I mean, you you look at, like, science fiction movies and uh, you look at TV shows and stuff um, where they have the, this sort of technology and everything talks to each other, right? Everything just works together. Yeah. I, I think the problem with that, though, is for, for that to really happen, and, and what they don't really show you in those uh, sci-fi movies and TV shows is that there's probably only one company making it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, and I think that's probably the only way it's going to happen. So if you know, if if Microsoft and and Apple get bought out by Google, or Apple buys Microsoft and Google, th- then you'll probably get your you, you know your one ecosystem that everybody has and talks to every other thing. Hmm. Yeah, what what a world would it be if if Apple bought Microsoft? I just <laughs> I find that difficult. Like, what would happen? I th- I reckon if if that happened, I think that pretty much if Apple bought Microsoft, I think M- Apple would just kill off everything, uh, th- like all the Microsoft <laughs> products. I think that's how it would go. Uh, maybe maybe they would keep the Xbox, but I can guarantee you that Windows would be out the door. Uh, the Windows team would be kind of merged with OS X, and so they'd kind of maybe bring in some elements that they really like from that. But it would just be, it would just kind of be OS X, or rather OS ten. I should get that right. Uh, and like, and yeah, they'd be they'd it'd go on to 
like standard hardware, the Surface would be gone. It'd be iPad. Yeah. <laughs> like it, I, like they would take over. Well, no, if, they, if they took they over bring, Microsoft, they'd just they'd kill it the off. They'd bring the original Surface back. Yes. No, they'd bring the original Surface back. Yeah, but it would the, have... The, the table. But it, it would have a... Uh, it'd be the iTable. It would be the iTable. And uh, it would be, like, it would be Johnny Ive design. So, it'd actually, it'd look, you know, amazing and lots of aluminium and... And it'd, be, it'd cost like you know five grand more because design. Um, exactly. Um, and I mean, it wasn't it wasn't wasn't cheap in the first place. So like it'd just basically price it out of the range of anybody ever owning one ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good, good. Um, and if Google if Google bought out either of those companies, they would kill off everything as well. Maybe not Office. They would buy them just for the patents. Yeah, they would probably buy them for the patents, and I'd say that like maybe Office might continue to exist. Although if Google bought them, it'd get turned into like it'd get turned into a a desktop version of of Google Docs. If Microsoft bought them, right. I think that they'd probably consider they'd probably continue to use it as like as Office, uh, and they might replace uh, the the um, iWork. Which is the same sort of suite as Office. It has, you know, keynotes and stuff like that. It'd probably kind of take over from that to a certain extent, but it'd also be completely like redone to make it, you know, Apple friendly because it's, right. God, it's awful. It's awful. It's like a, it's like the worst mess I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> so, hmm. But it also it had only ever run on Mac. But here's like he and here's the the problem though. See, get, kind of getting back to the original issue, well, not the original issue, but you know the original you know one ecosystem thing. If any of these companies ended up being the one company that runs all of this stuff, they need there like there's certain situations where they each need to really up their game because. I mean, Apple is excellent at making desktop software that is just really easy to use and like it's like it's pretty straightforward. That they're, they're very good at that, but their server stuff is awful. Like it's woeful. Um, yeah. Well, I mean that's that's one of the reasons why Microsoft kind of has the business market. Yeah. But it's also why like Google is doing so well because they they do server stuff amazingly well. Yeah. Desktop stuff, yeah, it's it's okay. They've got like they've got one or two apps that kind of do okay, but as in a general sense, like they don't, like that's not their core thing, right? They do web and they they do it well, and they know that they know that stuff back to front. Uh, right. <clears throat> Microsoft kind of is a little bit in between on that. They kind of do services and they do them okay. I wouldn't necessarily say that they're great at them. Uh, but the, and they do kind of desktop stuff, and they kind of do that okay. I wouldn't necessarily say that they're great at it. They they kind of they 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 straddle the you know the the fence there, I guess. So, right. I, like they all need to up their games in certain in certain situations. Mm. Right. Well, see, it's either that or they need to um just completely back out of the situations they're not good in and just focus on what they can do. Yeah, and see that's and stop trying to get get into other people get into the, the other markets. Yeah. And as long, unlikely that as that is, it's the best situation in that they will succeed in, right? Because if if Apple if Google kind of goes okay, well, we're not 
I mean, we're doing hardware pretty pretty okay, and you know, Android is out there and that sort of stuff. But uh, we're just gonna like you can use that, but we're not gonna make a huge deal of it. Like we're just gonna open up our all our systems, and I mean, they're pretty good at doing that. As a general rule, you can pretty much get Google stuff on all your devices in any case. Uh, but you know, they just right. you focus on making the best systems, like the best uh, soft like wet server software that they can possibly do, and make those amazing. And if Apple did the like, kind of went okay. Well, you know, <laughs> Mobile Me was a failure, and iCloud is it's it's okay, but it's not doing great. Uh, you know, there's you know situations where they it's it's awesome, but you know, you know, let, let's uh, let's back out of that and uh, let's do all that stuff through somebody like uh, make that open so that you know you can do it through any any software. So you know, if you want to use right. file, like have a have a system for you know, syncing files between stuff, you know, Dropbox is there and we'll just integrate Dropbox in everything and we'll do, do all that sort of stuff. And, you know, if if companies work like that, I mean, we'd be in such a better situation because, you know, is it, uh, was it Benjamin Franklin that said, like, you know, you, you can either do one thing really well or do, like, m- many things kind of really kind of... Amateurish. I don't know. That's, that's definitely not how the. That is thing, a beautiful quote. That is. A t- I, I can see that. I can see that like on a tapestry somewhere. Okay, it's not. It's not Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> it was Johann Wolfgang von Goeth. Goth. Go. Goeth. Goeth. Yeah, I don't think he cares that I'm mispronouncing his name because I. He, he's he's dead like by hundreds yeah. of years. <laughs> so the quote is to understand one thing well is better to than understanding many things by halves. Yeah, see Which, that, that's a bit better than the one you said. Yeah, yeah, way better. Uh it's So the idea behind that is, you know, if you focus on the one thing that you're doing and you do it to the like you just continue doing it to the best of your ability, you're eventually going to become a master in that, right? That's how that's how you know uh, master musicians and uh, and you know artists and all that sort of stuff. That's how they get to be so amazing because that's basically all they do. Uh, but if you have your hand in every single pie, then you're just you're kind of going to understand everything, but you're only going to understand it to a certain extent. And uh, right, so. If a com- if companies were able to kind of go, okay, well, this is our focus. We're going to focus on doing s- system like server software. We're going to, fo- going to focus on doing the cloud, and all of our stuff is going to be related to that, regardless of you know, regardless of how much money it could possibly make us or whatever. Uh, our focus is cloud stuff. Then that's that company is going to end up being able to make amazing cloud stuff because that's their f- sole focus. Uh, and if one company is focused on doing hardware, then that's the, that's what they're going to become really, really good at. And that doesn't necessarily mean that there's not room for competition. There is. If there was a company that did, you know, the, if there's two companies that are doing, uh, doing like s- server stuff, then each is going to come up with new innovations that ca- that will kind of drive you know drive that area forwards whereas one company by themselves right. might not actually get that far uh it's like the, the whole the whole system is 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 kind of 
sad. It saddens me. It's a sad system. Hmm. Unfortunately, it's the system we're stuck with, and yeah. no one will listen to us as much as they should. Mm. Mm. And speaking of Superman, <laughs> <laughs> what a okay. lovely segue. <laughs> uh, uh, so, if, uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was a new Superman trailer, and we kind of skimmed over it because Star Trek. Uh, and uh, then this week, there was. What was it? What would you say it is? It's like a marketing strategy. Yeah, came- uh, yeah. So that's, that's probably the best way to describe it. <laughs> uh, so Gillette, the best man can get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just what came to mind straight after. Uh, the razor company uh, that makes you know shaving tools has come out with uh, a set, like a. a kind of a, a promotion for their stuff, uh, kind of tied into into the new Superman movie, uh, Men of Steel. Uh, because and there was a new trailer, like and the tra- in the start of the tra- in this start of this trailer, he's like got he's all bearded up and amazing. Um He's got a super beard. He's got a super beard. Super beard to the rescue. Uh and so they've they've decided that they've got to you know that this is going to cause uh, the long time debate of how does Superman shave? How does Superman shave? Well, all right. Here's the thing. Um, the hair isn't necessarily invulnerable, and when you shave, you're not like pulling out the hair. You're really just kind of cutting it. Well, I guess depend, depending on what type of razor you're using, you might be doing a bit of pulling. But usually you're just kind of cutting the hair that's already there. So I would think he would still be able to shave like a normal person, unless his hair is super strong as well. Well, I would think that it is super strong, right? Because it's not like Superman walks around bald and, uh, and you know, he's he's constantly in flames and going really fast and stuff. And that sort of stuff would cause your hair to fall out, I would think. Uh, well... Or to put well, on due stress on it. Well, here's the thing: maybe the 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 follicles are still are strong, you know, so it's holding on to the hair. But that doesn't mean the hair itself can't be broken, right? That's my thought, anyway. That's true. Uh, which kind of leads to you know some of the some of the solutions that various uh, celebrities have come up with. I can't really think of a better better term for, than that for them. Uh, so one of them, one of the people who's you know has has a uh, has a I don't know a theory is Bill Nye, the science guy. Uh, Bill, he's Bill, based- Bill, 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 Bill Nye. I, okay, sorry, that's that's how this the show went. I'm fairly certain that Bill Nye is the American version of um, Doctor Carl from from. Mostly from the ABC, I think here in Australia. Okay. Uh, he does. He does basically the same thing. He does like he goes on television and and does um like science stuff. I think he's. I think he does it on um on Triple J as well here in Australia. Okay. Doctor Carl. Now, did mm. did he have a TV show for children though? I think he did at one stage. Yeah. Okay. And he does all he does all that sort of random kind of scientific stuff. Like I've just clicked through to a to his show on on Triple J, and the the uh, the uh, 
the, the like the description of it is you know do raw noodles expand in your stomach? What would happen if you swallowed daddy long legs? Why doesn't a bottle <laughs> of scotch whiskey contain carbs? That sort of stuff. Because well, it's just a bottle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> if it's just a bottle, it's full of air. Hmm. Hmm. Air. Uh, so you know he does he does lots of different lots of different stuff, but yeah, that's that's him. So he he his his theory was uh, trying to remember what it was now. Do you remember Bill, what it was? Bill Nye's theory was that uh, he that Superman uses like a grinding technique. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right, a grinder. Uh, yeah, to essentially grind off the hair because you know I, I think he was saying that you you can grind a hard material with a material that's less hard, and because of the the way that grinding works, it can it still you know takes off things. Yeah. Like it it isn't a matter of, you know, you can only grind things with diamonds because diamonds, you know, are ten on the hardness scale. But you can you can do it with anything as long as, you know, the, the technique is correct. Right. And so then then uh oh, now I'm gonna pronounce the name wrong. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the name so that I don't pronounce it wrong. How about how about that? Can can I can I attempt to pronounce it wrong first and then, yes. and then you can correct me? Yes. I'm gonna pronounce her name as Mayim Bialik. You know what? That is actually correct. I'm fairly certain that, that is correct. Yes, yes. Uh, Ten so, points to me. <laughs> so she is she is best known at this stage from her TV show, uh, from the TV show that she's part of. She's not in. She's not like it's not her TV show. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Uh, also, as Blossom. Amy Farrah Fowler. Yeah, as a, Amy Farrah Fowler, and also Blossom, like way back in the day. So she's an actress that has like she's. Like as far as actresses go, she's pretty much amazing because she. I mean, she does has all these kind of other things that she does. One of them is that she actually does have a PhD in uh, neuroscience, which is crazy. Which is the science of the brain. Yes, and so her, situ- right her, yeah, <laughs> and so her theory was that is that uh, he uses like a cream or something like a lotion that causes the hair to like so that he can just shave like a normal person so it's in the lotion that he uses like the shaving cream mm. right so it's some sort of uh lightly kryptonite filled lotion <laughs> indeed the, that would be that would seem to be the case uh kevin smith aka silent bob uh thinks that the the razor that he uses is just like a piece of the ship that he was sent to earth in uh so he just you know breaks a bit of that off and just uses it to shave <laughs> yeah now i think if, if we if we you know uh pretend that all this is real and all that i, I think that one's probably the most likely yeah yeah, that that somehow there's some sort of like you know kryptonian technology in there that lets him do these kind of things Right, because everything else, like you know, like let's say the the lotion one. Well, that would imply that somehow he he took this, you know, he he took some sort of kryptonite or or whatever, took something to to somebody else, and they developed this for him. But right, you, you know, like that seems what is is there like a you know a top secret lotion factory that that he could go <laughs> that to produces all the lotion for him to shave with. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so then, the, finally, the Big Bang. Uh, sorry, the Big Bang. Finally, the MythBusters guys have a uh, have a theory which uses the Large Hadron Collider. 
I'm not exactly sure how it works, but the idea I think is that he gets like that he gets pummeled with it, like he gets like basically sticks his face in there until he's shaven clean. I think I yeah, I didn't really I, I think what, follow I think it. What they were saying is that what wasn't it that it like it 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 plucks the hair off and sends them into like a different dimension. Yes, that's right. Different dimension. So there's like a, a like a belt around the earth of of Superman's uh, Superman's stubble. And you don't want to be you don't want to be flying your, your spaceship through it because you'll uh, you'll tear it into shreds. So my theory, I, I reckon, actually could be a lot easier than that. Like nobody actually ever considered just pulling the hairs. I mean, they they kind of did consider pulling the hairs out, but I, I think it was the Mythbusters guys that were kind of like talking about how he could just you know pull them out one at a time. So why not? Like he could could he wax? He could wax his face. But with what, like lava? <laughs> like, I mean, if, if, if we're working under the assumption that he couldn't shave it off or, you know what I mean, like that, that he would need some sort of like, you know, high-powered d- devices or, or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think that just a normal wax would be able to do it. Right. Because I think it, it would run into the same issues that just a normal razor would. If, 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 they, if they can't get the hair out, I don't think a wax would either. Yeah, but I mean, Unless the hair, the hair isn't cut, like the 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 reason that waxing kind of hurts isn't that it's like that the hair is really. I mean, it is kind of connected, but like it pulls when you wax, it pulls the hair out, follicle and like everything out. Uh, well, I think one of one of the videos that they talked about, um, it may have, it may have been, uh, uh, oh, I'm going to say it wrong now, um, Mimes video. Where she mentions that maybe his the, the follicle, like the way this the skin grabs the follicles, is also super strong. Right. That's, po- but that's then very again, possible. If he's if he's the one pulling, maybe he can pull with enough force, like with a wax, that it tears it right out. Yeah. And that it's slightly easier than him pulling it one at a time. True. So maybe maybe the ultimate solution, right, is that it's he doesn't actually shave. Maybe, maybe the way that it works is that he just he can actually grow his hair backwards. So, yes. ungrow. <laughs> he ungrows his beard. So he's just like, okay, I'm I'm done having a beard, and then he just kind of sits there for a minute and just kind of all just shrinks away back into into his face. <laughs> you, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point in the Superman comics that that was a power. Because um, <laughs> if you ever look at if you ever look at the old ones, like the you know. Like seventies and before, sometimes he's got some really weird powers. Like I think, I think at one point he did uh, super sewing. Super sewing, where it was essentially he he could sew really fast. Yeah, but I mean that's just so a, that's just sewing. kind of that's just kind of part of his ability to move really fast, right? That he can move. No, no, no. It, no, no. They, they said it was super sewing. It was a different power. <laughs> right, right. It's a different power. My bad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So who knows? Anyway, point is, there's a whole bunch of uh, there's a whole bunch of theories that are available that you can uh, you can kind of vote on, and it's uh, all in fun, I think. Or maybe it's serious. Maybe they really do want you to 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 maybe really really actually do need to figure this out because there is a real live Superman and he's grown a beard and he can't figure out how to shave it. It's just the hair just keeps growing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
his beard is just getting longer and longer, and it's it's actually a you know it's a it's a uh, an, a world uh, ending. Um, <laughs> it's a world ending thing. If they don't call, if they if he doesn't shave, the you know the world is going to be overtaken by Superman's beard. Mm. I see that as a sequel to Man of Steel. <laughs> we can we can we we can call it Man of Steel. The the dark beard rises. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? On that note, I think it's probably time to end. Yeah, um, I don't think we can get any worse than that. <laughs> I think that's wow. Uh, that's probably the craziest topic that we've ever talked about. Good. So, if you would like to uh, look at any of the articles that we've that we have, there's only there's only really a couple because we've we've uh, we've pretty much only t- touched on a couple of topics today. Uh, you can you can do that. Uh, we put all our show notes on the website at jellyandbean.co forward slash 27 for the 27th episode. You can also get in touch with us. We love emails. I don't love spam. I don't know about Brandon, but I, I don't. I'm not a big spam guy, uh, but I love I regular emails. I think it depends emails. on the spam. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that's, that's true. There is There is some spam that you just kind of go, wow. 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 Uh, so, send us some of that spam, or you can just send us your, you know, your thoughts on how Superman shaves or something. Uh, if you want to do that, you, all you need to do is go to uh, jellyandbean.co forward slash contact, and uh, you fill out a little form. It sends us an email, and we, we like to read them. We love reading emails. Except Spam. I'm going to get on that conversation, on that topic again. Let's let's uh, let's continue forward before I get stuck. <laughs> an inf- an infinite loop, infinite loop. Uh, so if actually if you if you uh, if you are enjoying the show uh, and you want to tell us, then that's awesome because we want you to tell us, and there is a way that you can tell us, and it's by leaving an iTunes review. Uh, if if you you know don't want to go the email route, but iTunes reviews actually help other people find the show, and uh, and so all you need to do is just jump onto the iTunes store. Uh, we have a special link that'll take you directly there, jellyandbean.co forward slash iTunes, uh, and that will take you directly to the store where you can leave a review, uh, give us a star rating, you know, five out of five, um, you know, or, or less if you're inclined, but five out of five is a good starting point. Uh, and an ending point as well. Yeah, yeah. Just, just stick with five out of five. And uh, yeah, and we'll, and uh, you know, we 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 also enjoy reading those, and uh, you know, because it gives us a, you know, gives us a little ego boost, and kind of sometimes we need that. You know, sometimes when we wake up in the morning, we have we have we're having just a bad day. Uh, you know, just you know, Brandon can't get his hair right, or you know, I'm just I'm just looking too dang good for my own good. Tooting, yeah, good. Uh, so you, you can do that. You can also get in touch with us on Twitter, and Brandon is at Brandroid Attack, and I am at Jellybean Soup. Thank you guys for listening. We will talk to you next week. We look forward to it. In fact, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.